This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everybody and welcome to the Super Jcast. I'm Joel Abraham, joined by David McDonalds, and I want to start off by thanking all the listeners who reached out to us last week with kind words to uh, support and, and thank us for our chat about the Black Lives Matter movement last week, and, and we wanted to touch on that again because it's not the sort of thing that you know you talk about for a week and then you forget about, isn't it? And, and Damon very uh, handily provided a link in the show notes to last week's episodes where people can uh, actually do stuff to help you know put your hand in your pocket because like we said it's not just about tweeting out stuff for clout online we need to actually take action here so uh, we'll stick that in the show notes again this week and yeah just thank you again for everyone who sent us nice messages it was nice um and again uh it was, a, it was quite a week here in the united states um you know, you go through your fear and your panic and your all all those emotions, and then you kind of go through that. Uh, okay, you know, this we know we know we're, we're on the right side of history. So, um, thank you to everyone. Absolutely, um, let's keep the momentum. I, I think that's very important. Let's keep the gas uh, pedal pushed down, pinned down, and uh, let's keep moving forward because I think we're. Uh, we're doing well, and let me let, let me put it this way: we're doing better. Um, and I think a lot of eyes are opening up, and a lot of ears are perking up. And uh, like I said, we got a long road, but I think uh, it takes was what is it? The journey of a thousand miles takes one step. Well, I think we took a few steps, so um, let's keep going on with that, and uh, let's support our friends, let's support our brothers, let's support our sisters, and uh, let's make this a world we all can enjoy. Absolutely, and so let's uh, move on to the wrestling then, where what? it's been quite a week, Damon, quite a busy week in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, I'm tremendously excited to get to the good stuff, but we, we decided we're going to do the little news tidbits first. First one, this is a, an unfortunate story here. Tiger Mask is going to be absent from the uh, forthcoming events as he recovers from colonic di- diverticulitis, which is something uh, fans of Brock Lesnar might have uh, heard of that condition before. Very, very painful, very nasty. So uh, we wish Tiger Mask all the best and hope he has a speedy recovery. Absolutely, yeah. But that's that's where I remember hearing of of uh, um, Brock suffered. Um, so yeah, you you. <laughs> I mean, I giggle, but woof. That 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 is that is some painful shit, uh, from what I understand. So um, hang in there, Tiger Mask. We're, we'll be waiting for you. Another thing I wanted to plug was a really good article written by Neil David. Uh, he's a brilliant writer, one of the best on that website, Voices of Wrestling, who put out a report about Tomoyuki Oka, or the great Okan, and his uh, progress during his excursion, well, before and during his excursion, which was a brilliant read. Read that this morning, so I strongly recommend people check that out. I've tweeted out a link to that. And, uh, I mean, the gist of it, what Neil's saying is that uh, Oka is a guy who's looking kind of kind of nervous, a bit uncertain, wrestling the same match with everybody, 
but he's had a really important addition in the form of his uh, manager, his hype man, Gideon Gray, who I understand is doing a terrific job, uh, working in tag matches uh, alongside guys like Rampage Brown and having Shah Samuels there has helped to hide some of his weaknesses and helped him to be more confident and more dominant in his matches. But from what I understood, the work is still a bit clumsy and a bit plodding, which is a bit worrying, a bit disappointing, because Okra is a guy who I had very high hopes for. But I think it's also important to understand that there is not always a direct correlation between the quality of work during an excursion and the quality of work upon the comeback. Correct. Yes, I'm so glad that you pointed that out because that was on the tip of my tongue. Um, yep, we don't want... We don't. It, it is a... Sometimes it's even more of a learning experience outside the ring and how to conduct yourself as a pro wrestler uh, than it is necessarily how to grab an armbar. Um, it's it's working with different styles. It's working with different people. It's working with different human beings um, to make yourself a more not only well-rounded pro wrestler but a more well-rounded person. So, again, uh, you always want to hear great reports. You always want to hear uh, shining star reports. Uh, but, again, I don't necessarily put a huge amount of stock in a, in a person's excursion um, and, and the star ratings of matches at that point. Um, I think the proof will be in the pudding when, when they return. And the last thing that I saw, well, just before coming on the air, actually, Post Wrestling put this up. Uh, Tama Tonga on his podcast, Tamazan, was talking about how in 2016, which was uh, the same time that Guns and Gallows and Nakamura and AJ Styles left the company, he had a verbal agreement in place to join WWE. And he was dead set on going. But then when he announced in New Japan that he was planning to leave and go to WWE, they offered to bring in Tangaloa, his brother. And it was that which... Uh, just uh, persuaded him to stay in New Japan. So I thought that was really interesting, Damon. Yeah, I know there were a lot of rumble rumbles around that time of other people getting offers, and, and you know, at that point, WWE was very interested in, in a lot of of and not only a lot of the members, but the the idea and the concept of the core of the Bullet Club. Um, so now it doesn't shock me too much. I, I, and if I'm not mistaken, there there were rumors at the time when we were doing a show of of them being at the very least talked to. Um, I could have sworn that really rings a bell to me for some reason. So I'd have to go back and listen. But yeah, I, that not shocking. Not shocking. I mean, you're, you're, New Japan's there. <laughs> they're, they're probably asking a lot of people. Or excuse me, um, WWE, you know, uh, at that time there. William Regal was probably talking to a lot of people. Um, but that's good. Yeah, it's kind of a, a little bit of a heartwarming story, right? You know, you're not going to take the money. You're going to help out the, uh, the, the, the family. And... Uh, make sure that they're taken care of because correct me if I'm wrong they, he, he came from NXT and wasn't really what you would call a uh, shining star for making shining star analogies so yeah was it Camacho was that his name in yeah I believe so yeah yeah so you know I wonder it, it, I'm I'm sure if you lined up everybody from New Japan at that time there were probably a lot of people that were having conversations. <laughs> hey. I mean, look, WWE was not 
the same place it is now. I think back yeah. then, in 2016, there was still, uh, well, I would say more goodwill towards them than there is now, for sure. And I think the product they were putting out then was still, well, in my opinion, still pretty good, like pretty watchable. When when they hit the highs, it was good stuff. But uh, nowadays, it's a different proposition. But certainly back then, yeah, I think a lot of people w- would have been strongly considering that. And they were very aggressively recruiting as, yeah. as many people as they could. Yeah, it was their, it was their manifest destiny, if you will, of, of, of pro wrestling. They were going to go coast to coast uh, with signing people uh, and – you know, one of the big places that they had their eyes on, as we all well know, was was New Japan and a lot of those American independent places. Your you know your pro wrestling gorillas, your Ring of Honors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We all know the history, but yeah, I mean that at that point, you know, they they had they had their talent scouts roaming the country just with a with a blank check and a and a and a pen ready to lock up people. So, um, yeah, good. Uh, I like that. I, I kind of like the idea of, uh, and, and here's the thing: I like the idea of New Japan at least counter-offering with something that's maybe a little bit more than just uh, a zero at the end of a check. I, I like that. Yeah, it was Bad Luck Farley apparently who told the company, or maybe I think he told Tiger Hattori specifically, like get his brother in and he might reconsider. So yeah, really uh, nice, nice uh, story there. Family comes first, so. Let's move on then to the biggest news story of the week. Are you ready? Spicy one, David. <laughs> I don't know if I am. I might, I might need to have a little cup of tea, calm myself down first. Right, so we had a little press conference Tuesday morning, which announced the comeback of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So June 15th, we are getting the Together Project special with no fans, empty arena, where we're getting a mystery card, which will be announced as the show begins. From June the 16th to July the 10th, we are getting the New Japan Cup. Again, with no fans until the finals. Then, the New Japan Cup finals will be held on July 11th at Osaka Joe Hall with a third capacity. So, fans allowed back for that one. And the winner of that will challenge Naito for both IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental titles at Dominion. Also at Osaka Joe Hall the very next day on July the 12th, also at third capacity. Damon, this is bizarre. This is... Exactly what we predicted would happen last week. That's crazy. How is it? Is it time for yet another cheeky little victory lap? Ah, uh, can can we? I think we have a sounder for that, right? Hi guys, it's Editor Dan. Um, I lost the sounder, so <laughs> woo. We would have used it what about ten times by now? Add it to the fucking list. The folder <laughs> of the Super J Cast was right. We're running out of room, Damon. Folder's getting thick, isn't it? We need we need a backpack. Oh, what a great what a great moment, right? What a great what an outstanding time this is. We we can we over and above the our normal usual gloating that we you know we were going to do, right? <laughs> um, can we have a moment just to reflect on where we've been? And what we have, what, how long it's been. Kids, we have plans. <laughs> we have things you could put on a calendar. We have events and we have dates and we have a New Japan fucking cup that's interesting and, 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 and crazy matchups 
and junior heavyweights involved. And we have double dipping our toes in the beautiful pool of Osaka Joe Hall. It's back. It is back. I cannot believe that we are talking about it being back. Let me let me play my air horn again, please. Let me play it one more time. We're back. We're talking about pro wrestling. No more watch-alongs. No more uh, 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 speculation of masks. We got pro wrestling. We got, hey, listen, we got empty arena. Okay, okay. We're all like, oh, empty arena. These are, this is the New Japan Cup. Every match means something. These aren't just throw away, chuck two guys in a ring and let them practice pro wrestling. We've got a cup. We've got a tournament. I got a fucking bracket in front of me, Joel. I got a motherfucking bracket in front of me. We're talking pro wrestling. We're doing a, we're doing a prediction show. We're doing a fucking prediction show. New Japan Pro Wrestling is back. We've waited months for this moment. It is finally here. All of us who have suffered and endured and have waited. And I've, I love the waited and wait. I used that line before. Waited and waited. I put nine-inch nails on the, on, on, the, on the bed. Waited and wait. It's here. It's here. It's, it's, it's like a week away, Joel. Less than a week away. The 16th. We're right here. I am fucking pumped. I love the brackets. I love everything. You know, they could put they could put an alligator and a squirrel fighting in one of the fucking brackets, and I wouldn't care. It's in the New Japan ring. Joel, I, I don't think I've been more excited for pro wrestling since maybe Wrestle Kingdom. And just the shit that, you know, us two, we've had to talk about over the past few oh. months. Months. Like, how much... Most of March, no, it was all of March, wasn't it? So March, April, May, and half of June. So that's three and a half months of talking utter shit. I, I, I think we could probably put together a nice little sort of best of compilation for these, uh, you know, the, the dark days of the Super J cast because there was some fun stuff in there, you know, like that Golden Lovers article and the, the fanfic stuff and some of the heavier topics we had to get into recently. So, yeah, I mean, it, a, a weird time, but we can put all that behind us now and... Like you said, we have some actual wrestling to look forward to. We got Kevin Kelly doing commentary for these shows. Uh, Lewis is asking us, uh, will either of you sport the Tanahashi haircut we saw during the conference? I mean, that conference, (laughs) brilliant. Just eight minutes, just the brevity of it. Just Sugabayashi sitting there in his suit. We're coming back. These are the dates. These are the matches. Tanahashi, there he is. Big smile. Welcome back. Perfect. I was so excited watching that thing, Damon. Yeah, the, the the presser was a real. Obviously, it was pre-taped, um, which is fine. I mean, who cares about that? Um, I, I tell you, Damon. Sorry to interrupt, but when it actually went live on Worlds, I realised that it wasn't being streamed. You could skip forward on it, so I just sort of skipped forward like four minutes into it, and I saw <laughs> like him uh, Sugar actually talking about matches. I was like, ah! <laughs> it felt like Christmas, like yeah. opening my presents. I, I, that's what I was wondering because you had the line like you could I guess you could type pretty quick too um, you had uh, the first round like up on Twitter in seconds like I was like how is he how did he get that type so quick that was the first thing I was thinking of um, the second thing is is um, it, it, is is Kevin Kelly is he confirmed to do yes 
he is. I mean, I, I assume all this stuff, all these shows are going to be taped and then he can add the commentary to it and then it will be put up on World at a later date. I mean, these don't need to be live, do they? Right. No, I mean... I mean, what, the shows need to be live? I, yeah. I, I would think the shows are live. Aren't they live? I, I don't think they are. I'm not sure, but why would they have to be live? Um, I don't know. Just to have the the general feel of a live event. I, I, I'm almost certain they're live. we got to get that confirmed. Okay. I'm going to send it. I'm sending it. Okay, you're going to send it. I'm sending a text right now. I'm sending a text okay. right now. Uh, the other thing that is notable, no venues announced because I think they don't want people to show up to you know, give gifts, ask for autographs, selfies, things like that because apparently baseball's been having that problem. So um, I, you'll probably be able to guess where they are when you start watching the shows. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So certainly by the time like the third, third or fourth one kicks in, you'll be like, hey, I recognise that place. But uh, there you go, it's not announced yet. And well... Mark says, how hard are your pants hit the ground? How do you feel today? What, what are you most looking forward to? Oh, my God. Just, you know, ring announcements. Um, just seeing the, 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 the ring and the ring skirt and hearing familiar voices and knowing that it's pro wrestling related and it's just not somebody trying to fill content. Um, I'm looking forward to never seeing... A computer video camera screen again, like like anything shot on an iPhone or a computer video camera. I I am sh- I I would never want to see it again. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing theme music. I'm looking forward to um. I'm I'm looking forward to a fucking twenty count. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, just being excited. And 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 tracking something and having matches mean something and speculating and 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 being in a moment of pro wrestling. Like that's what those are the things. Like from from a pure match standpoint, yep, all those things that I mentioned, but even like like I said, the fact that I'm sitting here with a microphone, my laptop, and a monitor. And that monitor is filled with a bracket, with dates and names. And there's going to be a winner of a New Japan Cup in 2020, which we never thought we would be having. Uh, and, and that winner will then face the IWGP Heavyweight Champion and Intercontinental Champion um, in two nights in, in Osaka, Johor, in front of human beings, in front of fans, who who... I, and again, if it's two thirds, if it's one third, whatever the number is, however filled that building is, trust me, they will make enough noise for fourteen thousand people. <laughs> they will be ravenous for pro wrestling. They will be chomping at the bit. Um, they will be noisy as fuck, uh, and it will be it, it, it will be great to have finally something of that happen and and correct me if i'm wrong right now at least as it stands will this be the first pro wrestling event in front of fans that's what i was thinking that it's quite something that new japan are getting the first show back with fans before the likes of wwe AEW. that's 
quite remarkable. Yeah. I mean, it is, <laughs> you know, and, and that's almost all of sport. You know, the Bundesliga, they're, they're playing in an empty arena, uh, empty stadiums. Uh, Korean Baseball League, they got stuffed animals sitting in there, right? I hope they have stuffed animals in, um, I was almost going to say a venue. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Whoopsie. I hope they, but they do. I hope they have stuffed animals in there. Uh, I hope they can still get some good fried chicken, too. They were good. <laughs> uh I wonder. Uh, yes, I wonder how they'll do the the first ones. But yeah, do you, if, if if everything goes as planned, well, here's the thing: the NBA starts up their thing, so they're doing a thing where they're they're bringing all the teams into Orlando, Florida, uh, home of Disney World, uh, and they have a whole complex that's already pre built there, Joel. So they're bringing all the teams down there. So they're going to have their training camps. They might be opening right around that time. I might have to look up when the NBA is planning on launching. But I think, I think it's after this. I'll look it up. Let me just send out this text first. Question. Uh, let me look at that. And let me now do NBA schedule on their return. Because we have a choice. I, I think it's shocking that we might have an opportunity here to be the first here. NBA. What should I type in? Return plans, Joel? Hmm. Let's see. NBA plan to return. Winners, losers. Buh, buh, buh. Come on. Just give me the timetables. This is great radio, isn't it? We have to <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, here we go. Well, uh, what are you doing? The Ready first, to show. <laughs> I'm sorry. The first games will be played on July 31st. 31st. There you go. There you go. 30, 31st. So we've got that one made. We, we might be the first. We might be the first to return. How about that? What do you think we can expect from this mystery together show? Hmm. Well, I hope it would be something special, right? I hope it's not just a, a mix mash of uh, multiple multi-man tags. But even if it is, I'll take it. Um... Do you think there'll be any involvement with any other promotions? I'd like to think so. I think it would be cool. Um, you kind of feel that if they were going to do that, they might have announced something by now that right. they might want to publicize that to get as many people watching as possible. And just the fact that it's called the Together, I mean, that kind of indicates that there's some sort of cooperation to it. So yeah, I have no idea what to expect. Really. I mean, I'm, you know, I don't think we're going to be getting any you know, 35-minute hard-hitting singles match epics, but I'm sure it'll be a fun show. But, I mean, to be honest, I'm just absolutely gasping for any kind of New Japan whatsoever. So I'll just take anything at this point. I mean, just talking about things that I've missed and I'm looking forward to, just having the show start and then that Young Lions music. You're like, I'm about to watch a New Japan Pro Wrestling show. That's a little thing that I've missed that I'm tremendously excited about. And... Uh, you know, for this whole series of empty arena shows, I I thought we'd get you know some some of the dads, some young line multi man tags like you said, but nope, is the fucking New Japan Cup in full? You're welcome. I mean, it's genius. I I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't see this one coming. I mean, like you said, I think empty arena shows are still bad. I don't like them. I'd rather the company weren't doing them. But like you said, no one wants to miss tournament matches, 
and if you keep them short, these will be nice, breezy shows, you know, four or five matches, two hours in and out, and you got that light at the end of the tunnel, knowing that at the end of this tournament, you're going to get fans inside an arena with matches that mean something, and yeah, like I said, just stroke of genius having the New Japan Cup there. And on each of these shows, keep in mind that they did announce that there would be a you know some type of special matches uh, on each of them, right? Um, they they would give uh, you know bracket matches in the first round, but then they would also mention that there would be some type of special match announced at the at the show. So it almost has a a feel of not only New Japan Cup, but also a little sprinkle of New Year Dash. Right where you know you show up at the arena, you don't know what you're getting, um, and I'm sure there's there's going to be some decent surprises there as well. So, I mean, if you if you speculate the you know the 16th and the 17th when when we're running shows here, um, you would maybe assume that the same people um, that you would see on the 16th in the first night. Uh, the people that would be wrestling on the 17th, you would you would want to set up those New Japan Cup matches. So, um, you know, the people on the 16th, Makabe, Ishii, Yano, Jado, uh, Honma, Takahashi, uh, they'll be setting up uh, you know stuff as they as they move forward. But the people on the 17th, you know, Okada, Ghetto, Nagata, Suzuki, Imura, Kanemoro, Gabriel Kidd. Taiji Ichimori, they'll be there in some capacity to help set up their matches on, you know, on on the seventeenth. So, and that's not even to say that you know the people that that are on the 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 first uh, July first, uh, or excuse me, the the twenty second June twenty second and twenty third first uh, matches uh, won't be there as well. But I don't know, man. It just seems like we got a lot of, of possibilities. I think they're going to pull out some 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 gems on on these shows. First night, look, the sixteenth doesn't sound super sexy, super sexy. Not a, not. I mean, look, everybody's kind of pointed at the twenty second, Joel. Right, the twenty second seems to be absolutely fucking pants down. But uh, well, look, I, I'm gonna, if if I may, I think that you know the top left part of that bracket went from a shit sandwich into a pastrami sandwich, if you're... I mean, uh, interestingly, right, the bracket... They've kept the same brackets as before, yeah. but the people that are stuck abroad have been replaced by people they have at their disposal. So, all right, let's go through these matches. Uh, we'll save our pickums for a bit later on, but I just want to ask you if you think the replacement match is an improvement on what we were originally going to get. So we were going to get Togi Makabe versus Jeff Cobb. We're now getting Togi Makabe versus Yotosuji, which I think is an improvement because... Uh, Togi Makabe is okay. Jeff Cobb is a guy who needs an opponent who can fly around the ring and bump wildly for them. Yep. Togi Makabe, with all the love in the world, is not that guy. So we're going to get a very different kind of match, and I think a more interesting match with Makabe versus Suji there. So I think that's an improvement. Yeah, it kind of it does take away a little bit of the element of who's who's moving on. Um, but yes, I would agree, uh, and I agree one hundred percent in the sense of. Cobb does need a, a, a person that that can to help him look look strong. Uh, yeah, and Makabe, you know, what's what's the running joke? How many bumps is he taking in the match? Is he taking a bump in the match? Um, so yeah, it does kind of make it a little bit more interesting match quality wise. Um, I don't know if it necessarily translates to 
uh, intrigue in who's going on in the bracket. We were going to be getting Ishii versus Hinare in a main event at Korakuen Hall, which I think is a big loss because I was looking yeah. forward to that. That could have been Hinare's breakout moment, and I'm sure he'll get one somewhere down the line, but it won't be here. He's been replaced by El Desperado, which I, don't, I think it's... I don't know. It's such a different match, and it's such an interesting match that it's hard for me to say one is better than the other because they're so different, but I think both of them are equally fascinating because I love El Desperado. I think, that, well, we'll talk about predictions later and, you know, chances of either guy going through, but that is one that jumps out at me. Like, wow, that was a match I never knew I wanted to see. Yeah, and, and keep in mind, you know, Despi, you know, we're, we're probably a year removed from it, but it's not like he can't work a, a certain brawling style, right? <laughs> um, uh, so he, he, I'm sure he could take take a couple of uh, hard-hitting clotheslines, suplexes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, just looking at it, just looking at it on paper or on my monitor, uh, it's, it's something you never knew you would, you really wanted, but now, now that, now that you see it, it's really exciting. Um, and that's one thing, you know, as much as we complained about guys leaving Japan and not being able to get back into the country. Uh, it did open the door for a lot of interesting matchups that you know we would never have even sniffed at if not for the fact that they couldn't get these guys back into the country quick enough. The other one will be, well, it was going to be Toriano versus Chase Owens. We're now getting Yano versus Jado, which mm. I guess I'm sort of leaning slightly towards Yano versus Owens, but there's not much in it. It's going to be a Toriano comedy bullshit match. So whether that's with Chase Owens or with Jado, it's a bit of a wash for me. Nah, I think Chase Owens would have been much better than Jado. I, I do. Um, and it would have been a comedy match. Yes, I think we both can agree. Um, and this will be this will be heavily, 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 heavily uh, comedied. That's for sure. I, I can't imagine. Give me an over under number of minutes in this match. Um, if it goes longer than three, then I'm going to be reaching <laughs> for my phone. Right, exactly. No matter, even even though we've longed for New Japan Pro Wrestling to return, yeah, I, I'm setting the bar at three minutes, and then uh, we'll get this get get this out. But yeah, that, that. But here's the thing: it'll be highly effective three minutes. It'll be a it'll be a three minutes that people will enjoy. Don't 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 push too hard here. <laughs> don't push too hard on our goodwill here and make this 17 minutes. Uh, let's th- three, four is, is, is fine. Yes. We were going to be getting Colt Cabana versus Bad Luck Farley. We're now getting Hiromu Takahashi versus Tomoaki Honma, which I think is an improvement. Uh, I know Honma is very, very limited by what he can do in the ring, but you know, it's just Bad Luck Farley. And just the fact that Hiromu is in there and the potential storylines that could play out with him, having him taken on a heavyweight in a singles match for maybe the first time. I don't know if he's faced a heavyweight before, but absolutely fascinating to see how far Hiromu can go. So there is a lot of intrigue with me in this match, uh, more so than Colt Cabana versus Bad Luck Farley. And, you know, we'll get on to talking about Hiromu later, but just at first blush i think that's an improvement yeah yeah i know that we'll, we'll dive a little bit deeper into his comments in, in a video that he uh put out with the, with the company that was that was pretty interesting i actually watched um and it kind of leads a little bit of uh almost almost a storyline here uh 
of of a guy who is yearning to have respect for the juniors and and uh, you know he does make a valid point. I will mention one thing in that video where he says, you know, juniors take on heavyweights all the time in tag matches, all the time. So it's it really he's not a that big of a deal, but yeah. Um, I mean, listen, we talked about it ad nauseum, but here's a guy like Honma, th- three months off. I mean, I probably probably did him a fucking world of good. I mean, nobody's expecting him to go third round here and go f- into the finals. But it, all these guys, you don't think Ishii appreciated three fucking months off just to just to 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 to, to rest his body. You don't think Makabe appreciated three months off? These guys are going to be fucking ready to go. And that is so... I mean, I worry a little bit about ring rust. A little bit. Um, but these yeah, guys... I, I always jump in and say uh, Takeshita was talking about how having no fans makes bumping hurt more because you don't have the adrenaline to keep you going. So there's uh, one element of that. Yeah, but you know what, though? If I'm, if I'm working this New Japan Cup... Um, I'm ex- I want to be the f- one of the first guys out because I know my adrenaline will be pumped, right? That's going to hopefully compensate for um, the adrenaline missed from fans. Like knowing you're, 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 this is it. I'm first out of the gate. I would hate to be the 23rd bracket. You know what I mean? The June 23rd bracket where you're fucking waiting, you're fucking waiting, you're fucking waiting. And again, a lot of these guys will probably be in, in tag matches just to kind of get their feet wet a little bit more. But um, singles match, I mean, there's a big difference between a multi-man tag match and catching your breath, <laughs> right? And and recovering from that first fucking suplex that you take after three months uh, as opposed to, oh, I'm the first one out the door in a singles match. I don't think that there's any. Sh- I'll, let's put it this way, Joel. I guarantee you. I guarantee the first match out the door will be Makabe uh, and, and Yoda, right? Because you need a young guy. You need a young 20 year old to, 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 to take those bumps uh, and, to, and, to, and, to, and to get the spring back into, the, into that ring. Because. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's asking a lot to come back from three months and start taking those hard fucking bumps. We were going to be getting Kazuchika Okada versus Jay White. We're now getting Okada versus Ghetto, which is uh, an inferior match on paper, but still interesting because, I mean, Jay White was a guy who I thought was going to go deep in the tournament, maybe even get to the finals. So now that he's out and Okada's got a different opponent. Maybe is it going to be Okada who has to take his place as the established guy who's making that run? Or are we still going to be looking at the possibility of a shock upset in the first match? And again, we'll save that for the Pickhams, but I still think, well, it's not going to be as good a match from Star's perspective. It's still an interesting match, albeit an inferior one. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's a storyline progression, and it is a little bit of uh, Okada getting his hands on, on Ghetto for... for a one-on-one match. I'm sure there will be interference. I'm sure there'll be bullshit and shenanigans galore. But yeah, it should be fun. Um, you know what this did though? When you mentioned Jay White not being there, what are the what are the guys in the U.S. going to be doing? Like, yeah, they mentioned like about doing empty arena shows in the L.A. dojo, but I I don't right. know if they don't have the infrastructure for it, or they're still working on it, or they got something else. 
plan, but they have a lot of guys over there. You know, right. basically most of the Bullet Club, who uh, and Juice Robinson, David Finley, who are just not going to be doing anything, as to my knowledge. Right, and and here's the th- here's the weird thing too. So we got the 16th, we got the 17th, and then we don't see these guys again until the 22nd and the 23rd. And and I'm not doing a pastrami sandwich bit here. Let, let me. I just want to fucking be very clear. I'm not doing. I'm, we're not. This is this is pure speculation. It's a little bit of a gap there, right? I don't think they could have some uh, the guys who are here in the states. I don't know. Do a show, maybe two. In that Invade time. AEW. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, get a somebody can rent a tank, can't we? Come on. Somebody has access to some type of uh, tank, in, especially now. Take one off the fucking National Guard. Um, yeah, right? We we uh, got a little gap there. And we know uh, we got a lot of people in the States. So maybe that is going to happen. Um, I still haven't gotten word about uh, if if these are taped. I, I Joe, for some reason, I, I, I really feel like they have to be live, right? I don't think they're doing English commentary. I don't think they're doing. No, I, I saw a tweet from Kevin saying he would be doing English comms for this. Okay, all right, all right. Listen, I didn't see that. I don't have a tweet of that. <sighs> I will find it for you. I will all right. show you. All right. So hopefully, hopefully he makes it in. All right, good. Um, right. Uh, the, the next match that we have changed is, was going to be Juice Robinson versus Alex Coughlin, and we're now getting uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru versus. Hold on a second. Uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru versus Yuya Uemura. So. Well, I mean, skipped- do you, what I think is interesting here is the fact that initially uh, Coglin and Fredericks were in this, but Suji, I mean, Oemra is a, a junior, presumably, but you know, Suji wasn't. So I thought that's quite interesting. A big chance now for guys like Suji and Oemra to show that, you know, they haven't been overtaken by the LA Dojo young line. So uh, again, Kanemaru versus Oemra, I. Could, could be a better match, if not as good. I mean, I really like Kanemaru. I really like Wemra. I think he's one of the most talented people in that class. So I, I like this match. Yeah, me too. I think this is. I think this is a push between between the first match that we were supposed to have. Um, and again, we always talk about how Kanemaru is really underrated. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I, th- I think I would take either or. I don't. I don't. I'm not sweating the fact that that this is this is a replacement. Because that doesn't really feel like I think like you're taking a step down. Um, we also did you did you get in um, Nagata and Suzuki? Well, that hasn't changed. Right. Okay. Right. 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 Uh, we were going to get Dave Finley against Tangaloa. We're now getting Gabriel Kidd versus Taiti Ishimori, which I think is a better match. I mean, if we're talking about in-ring quality and technique and pace and execution, I think Kidd versus Ishimori, whilst the the result is not in question, and there were sort of storyline elements to Finley versus Lower and the possibility of getting uh, Finley versus Juice in the next round, which we have lost, which is a shame. But I really like Gabriel Kidd versus Ishimori. That should be a lot of fun. I think that might ha- that has the opportunity of being the best match of the bracket. Of and that side I should of the bracket. point out that Ga- uh, sorry, Gabriel Kidd did have a singles match with El Fantasmo, so now he's taken on his tag partner. So a bit of continuity there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going up and down that that lineup. I mean the one the the ones that really stick out as being sexy are Ishi Desperado, are Nagata Suzuki, right? And I gotta tell you the truth, 
that kid Ishimori match, I really feel like that has the, the potential to be match of that side of the wall. Like between the 16th and the 17th on paper, that has the absolute possibility of being best match of that of that two day block. Um, again, star power Nagata Suzuki, sure. Um, interesting matchup, Ishii Desperado, sure. But I think in ring, kid Ishimori, that one's that one. I I have I have that one fucking circled because I'm looking forward to that one that much. We were going to be getting Mikey Nichols versus Sanada. Now we're getting Taguchi versus Sanada, which I think is an improvement. They've got a kind of strange chemistry between them, Taguchi and Sanada. And I'm sure there'll be some Paradise Lock um, bum shenanigans, but I'm not that high on Mikey Nichols. And I think this will be more entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, I probably agree. Um, it's still not something that I'm like, you know, I, I, it, again, looking at everything that's going on on the 22nd um it's probably the the one match that I'm least interested in of everything on on the, on the 22nd is it an upgrade of what we we were originally scheduled yeah i would concede that point we were due to be getting will Ospreay versus shingo takagi we're now getting show versus shingo which I don't think is as good as Will Ospreay versus Shingo because not many matches are, but I'm still tremendously excited for Show versus Shingo, and I think the best possible person that they could have slid in there. I mean, it's like tailor made, isn't it? Take yep. Ospreay out, put Show in. Guys who've got history together had a tremendous match in Best of the Super Juniors. Show's been talking about wanting to go for the Never Open Weight title, so um, yeah, again, it's a bit of a wash for me. Slight, slight downgrade, but still a really exciting match. I think it's the only, my only disappointment is, is that somebody has to lose, right? So somebody is only going to get one match out of this. Um, that's my only fuck. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, listen, we you're talking about two guys who put on match of the year uh, last year, um, but if you're going to slide somebody in that spot and make it exciting and make it a, a sexy opponent for Shingo, I'll take show any day of the fucking week. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I know we're going to get a little bit deeper into the pool with these brackets, but man, that fucking twenty second, what a what a what a great night of pro wrestling that's going to be. And the last replacement that had to be made, we were supposed to be getting Carl Frederick versus Kenta, but we're now getting Yo versus Bushi. I was really looking forward to Carl Fredericks versus Kenta because yeah. very excited about the potential of Carl Fredericks and how that match could have played out. But I think Yo versus Bushi is also a good match. So. Uh, Pretty on par, I would say, those two in terms of the quality of in-ring. Kenta Fredericks, Yo Bushi. I think think we went down. I do. I think we went down. I would have really loved to have seen Kenta Fredericks. I think that had a a lot of different elements and and a really great dynamic. LA, you know, LA Dojo kind of hopefully getting some revenge for Shibata. Kenta turning his back on them. Two guys who could go. I'm not saying Yo and Bushi can't go, but uh, I feel like I've seen Yo and Bushi a thousand times, haven't we? In, in various junior elements. Um, 
I, I got to go with uh, Carl and, and Kenta. I would have I would have preferred to have seen that. Either way, we are getting fresh matches, fresh potential matches as we progress through the tournament. They're not burning anything big. They're not leaving money on the table. And I just think it's really well booked because you do have the potential for juniors beating heavyweights and going deep into the tournament for some interesting potential matches. But they're not putting any hard roadblocks in the form of high-profile heavyweights early on for you know guys like Hiromu or guys like Ishimori, where you can conceivably see them getting into the quarter, maybe even the semi-finals, just the way that things have panned out. So I think very, very smartly done. So uh, hats off to the booking committee there. Yeah, it really is because you're right. There aren't a lot of roadblocks. When you look at um, the bracketing and the way that it's laid out, um, you know, and I, I know, again, I know we're going to get into it a little bit deeper, but you know, that Ishimori Gabriel kid, I mean, a winner of that is taking on Imura and uh, Kenamoro. Right, um, the big heavyweights are kind of lumped together. So Nagata and Suzuki, the winner of that match, takes on Okada Ghetto. Right, um, there's not a huge roadblock in Takahashi. They're they're, they're lower heavyweights. Um, so Takahashi Honma uh, would would take on the winner of of Yano and, and Jado. And you you can conceivably see a a, a the biggest junior heavyweight in the promotion. And I don't mean size-wise, but just stature uh, and and importance beating a guy like Honma and beating a guy like Yano or Giotto. Um So, yeah, it is. It is. It Look, I, I sit here with, with that, uh, that, that uh, wrestling simulator booking thing. And trust me, I got fucking nine notebooks full of notes and I'm, my ha- I'm pulling out my hair. I look like fucking... That that sunny meme with the with the charting out and everything, um, it's hard. It's not easy. So they they made it fit. Uh, you want to get into it now, or or, or we uh, we got a size step for a second off this tournament. Let's get into it. I did have some talking points about the relationship between juniors and heavyweights, and a bit about Hiromu. And his prospects, but maybe we'll sort of come on to that as we go through our brackets. Okay. So let's get them open. You got them in front of you? I have it in front of me, Joel. Joel, uh, do, do you realize I have more energy than I've had in months? Do you realize that that we just spent a, a good half hour talking about matchups and potential matchups and brackets and real live, real pro wrestling? Do you realize that? That's why I'm going over it in excruciating detail. Every yeah. sort of minute talking point I can think of, back yeah. straight in the notes. Okay, let's get into it then. Togi Makabe versus Yotosuji. Clear win for Makabe, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I would love to see... The, the, like, it would be great to have... And I will say this, Joel. If, 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 if we're going to do surprise elements and we're going to have changes in philosophy and and th- th- this is these are the shows that do it right so i i do believe that we will see more upsets more guys going on um just because they can and they're fresher legs and and also shoulder shrug why the fuck not right as long as at the end of the day you get to where you need to be why the fuck not i don't know if we see it here i just 
I just I'm having trouble seeing Makabe not get out of this first round. It would be a big splash. It would be a great way to open the fucking show and get get us back into New Japan Pro Wrestling. And now I'm starting to fucking talk myself out of it because guess what? I right, give you a percentage chance. Sixty forty. I'll, I'll go so far. Sixty forty. That's yeah. Massive. I was thinking like five percent. No, he's young line. He's young line. Young line. I understand, but if you're gonna, guy. no, I understand. But why? Not? But again, you've been off for three fucking months. Why not? Why not just? <clears throat> excuse me. Why not just jump in and fucking dive off the diving board and 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 let's let's drop an upset on us. Let's have us go a little crazy, right? Um. 60-40 chance. I still say I still say Makabe, but I'm going 60-40. Then we got Tomohiro Ishii versus El Desperado, which is a fascinating one for me because you would think in a heavyweight against the junior, it's got to be Ishii, but I just do think there's a non-zero possibility of El Desperado, you know, getting a, a roll-up or whatever, sneaking that victory. And I'm just sort of viewing this part of the bracket as Ishii is this big, he is the roadblock stopping Hiromu from getting to that final and getting to that match against Naito, which uh, a lot of people really want. But uh, and again, another way to look at it, right? We need to set up a challenger for Hiromu's junior title. So right. if we have El Desperado winning here, there's potential for, you know, maybe we get Hiromu going deep and then it's Hiromu versus Despi in the uh, the quarterfinals and Despi is the spoiler, and he makes it onto the semis, and then he's got a, a claim to getting a, a junior junior heavyweight title shot. So I think there are things going for Desperado, but I'm still picking Ishii. Is is it a, a? It's a more logical way to go if if juniors are are your main consideration. Um, and to me, of all the brackets. This is the one bracket where you have the potential of two juniors moving forward deep, right? Yeah, and 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 for the sole purpose of Hiromo having a a nice challenger setup and B kind of establishing the fact that juniors can go deep in a tournament like this. Um, this one's tough to call. My head says Ishi. My heart says El Desperado, but even my head saying, "Yeah, you're exactly right." I mean, you figure Hiromu would have to go on and beat three heavyweights, if 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 not for El Desperado, right? El Desperado is the only thing standing in between Hiromu beating three heavyweights to get to a final. And again, we're all sitting here assuming Hiromu's. Moving on, right? I mean, that's 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 what we're that's what we're assuming. Uh, by the way, Joel, just F- FYI, as we as we have breaking news, breaking news here. These shows are live. All shows are live, so that's that. Um, see, I I feel like I, we're like CNN over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, breaking right, news coming into the news desk, then. Joel. <laughs> uh, next uh, match was uh, Toriano versus Jado, and it's a Yano win for me. Lots of shenanigans, DVDs, uh, air horns, kendo sticks, all that shit. But uh, yeah, Yano wins. Yeah, I think so. 
I can't. Can you imagine Jado being asked to do two matches? <laughs> He's like, what? I got to do what? Uh, yeah, Yano's Yano's moving on. All right. So so right now, let's just so I have a have a sense of where we're at here. Are we saying Makabe moves on? Yep, I've got okay. him in my bracket. So I've got Makabe, Ishii, and Yano going through so far. Man, I'm still fucking hung up on, on Ishii Desperado. All right, I'll go Ishii. Um, man, man, we're saying Hiromo's... All right, All right uh, yeah, Yano moves on. Okay, and then uh, what? Okay, Honma so then we've got Honmo against Hiromu, which I think is really, like I said before, really smart opponent to give to Hiromu because, I mean, if you want Hiromu going deep in this tournament, which I think they do, they could have easily given him a young lion or given him another junior, but the fact they're putting him against the heavyweight, I think here, this is the first match where you get, I mean, this could be, what, the main event of that first show? This could be the match where you have Hiromu beating a heavyweight, and at that point, you know, the rules don't apply here anymore. That heavyweight junior distinction, that's off the table because we've just had a junior beating a heavyweight in the tournament. So really smart way of doing it, and I've got Hiromu winning. I do too. Now again, we're acting we're acting a bit of a fool here in the sense of pre-pandemic we would be talking about oh Takahashi's got to win and you know he'd be eating a big fat fucking pin to home run in the first round. <laughs> right? Right? They they love to just be like, "Oh, you forgot about logic. You forgot about our new Japan Pro Wrestling logic." Boop, take the pin. Um I, 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 I would be shocked if Hiromu doesn't get out of this first round. I would be that would be again, this is pro wrestling. Let's 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 bear that in mind. Uh, that's that's the star of that bracket. You you have to have him go on in the second round, right? Tell tell me I'm I'm not insane here. Look at those names and tell me there's a bigger star in that fucking bracket. What, this quarter of the bracket, the top left yeah, side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that quarter. Yeah. Well, how do you want to approach this? Do you want to just do all of the first round, or do you want to go through this quarter of the bracket first? No, no, no. We'll do all first round. We'll do all first round. That's fine. Okay. Because we'll, we'll go chronologically. Um, all right. So- but, but but again, my, my point being is you you got to have Hiromo go on to the second round, right? So, yeah. Um, so, I, yeah. No, I have- he's not losing to Honma. No way. No, no. So, so Makabe... I'm really hung up on Ishii El Desperado, but I'm going to go Ishii. Man, I, 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 that's the one that's going to. I'm struggling with Joel. I'm going to go Ishii just to, to fucking move on the show. Uh, Yano moves on. Hiromu moves on. Right, we got then Kazuchika Okada against Ghetto. And I've explained before that given I think that Jay White was going to be eliminating Okada here, there is, like I said, non zero chance that. Ghetto wins with some shenanigans. You know, maybe Okada loses by disqualification or count out or something. But I, taking JY out of this tournament means you need uh, an established quality wrestler to be going deep in this quarter of the bracket. So even though it might not have been their original plans, I think Okada gets the win here. Yeah, I think Okada gets the win. And again, I, I, I'm cheating a little bit in the sense of I'm looking at the brackets as well. There's no way Ghetto is, is taking on the winner of Nagata Suzuki. Right? I can't fucking... Picture that happening. Uh, yeah, so Okada will go on. Uh, again, bullshit shenanigans. There'll be a lot of misdirection, but Okada's got to win this match. Then we got Yuji Nagata against Minoru Suzuki. I think this is 
Nagata's annual kick-ass match where everyone's like, oh, he's still got it. Why doesn't he work more often? Let's get him back in the G1. And it's kind of hard to call here because I could see it going either way, but I'm leaning towards Suzuki here just because we get a potential Okada-Suzuki rematch and they have got history for having really good matches in weird situations. They do. Um, And that is sexy. Has Okada ever wrestled Nagata in a singles match? Uh, huh, that's a good question. I don't know. Off the top of my head, I can't recall. Neither can I. I can't remember. I know, I, I mean, I remember Nakam, him chasing Nakamura a little bit at a new beginning. Um, and, and around that time, it was always Okada in a mix with, with Tanahashi. I don't think he's ever defended the title against Nagata just because Nagata wasn't really in the mix. Right, they have been in G1 blocks together in okay. 2015. So okay. that's a long time. Yeah. 2015. Mm. That's a long time. Uh, come back to that. That's that's fresh. Yeah. Want it? Huh? You want that? I want Let's it. do it. <laughs> I'm fucking doing it. I'm saying Nagata's in. Nagata's winning that one. Fresh matchup. Let's do it. Okada Nagata. Yep. Okay. Right. That's it. I'm changing my brackets now. No. Nice. This is so much fun. <laughs> yes, actual matches to talk about. I love it. <laughs> this is real. We're talking real shit. <laughs> okay, next we've got Yuya Oemura against Yoshinobu Kanemaru, a match I'm excited about. I think it will be good, and there'll be some good near falls here, but Kanemaru's going through, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Kanemaru's going through. And then we got Gabriel Kidd against Taiji Ishimori. Like I said, we had Kidd wrestling Ishimori's tag partner, El Phantasmo. Uh, but again, it'll be a good match, but Ishimori's going through. Yeah. Ishimori going through, which will set up Kanemaru Ishimori, or, uh, Kanemaru Ishimori um, which would be great, I think. Um, okay, that, that, I like that. All right, next. Okay, then we got Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Taichi, which I think when we did our first New Japan Cup Pick'em show in February, I predicted Taichi to win. Uh, now, I'm in two minds about this because I think there is, it would be really cool for Tanahashi to win this whole tournament you know he's the you know the statesman of New Japan, and I think Tanahashi versus it will be a really nice moment for him to win that in Osaka Joe Hall, get the trophy, and it will be a cool match to have him uh, facing off against Naito again. They've got tremendous chemistry, but I do think Tanahashi is tied up in the tag title scene. Let's not forget he is IWGP Heavyweight Tag Champion, so I think that kind of plays their hand here about what's going to happen in this eighth of the bracket because we do have Ibushi versus Zack as the next match after this. So uh, I I just don't know if Taichi is ready for a singles victory over Tanahashi yet. So, And also, I, I think we're going to get a lot of rematches, which will play on to what's coming next. So I'm picking Tanahashi to go through. Be a nice upset, wouldn't it? That would be, that would be a, 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 a certain shocker to a lot of people. Um, and that's a big win. They gave it to Will. Now, again, I, I know that positionally they, I mean, just by what the company does and how it's been, how it's been progressing, they, they do put a lot of stock in, in Will. Does Taichi get a, get a win over Tanahashi? First, first match back. Huh. So here's the thing is again 
which which makes it this 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 decision a little bit tougher is that in that same bracket, you know, right underneath is is Ibushi and Zach. Right. So if you pick Taichi, then you've got to have Ibushi winning. Yeah. And I just I just think there is some money, maybe not a lot, but there is money in the fresh matchup of Taichi versus Ibushi, and I'm not sure you want to waste that on empty arena stuff, which is why. You know, Tanahashi Taichi is a rematch. Ibushi Zack is a rematch. And the way I have it playing out with Tanahashi winning and then Zack winning, Tanahashi and Zack have wrestled together a million times. So that's a rematch as well. And I think we're in uh, a situation where you, you know, this is the perfect place to have those rematches, isn't it? Because we haven't seen wrestling for ages. And I will be excited about seeing Tanahashi versus Zack part 17 or whatever it is. Yeah, I like your thinking. I would have I, if 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 for I would have gone Tai Chi with a, with an upset, but yeah, I think you're right. I think I think in the next round we'll that that's an that's an okay time to do a match that we've seen before, right? That's that's that this is an okay time in front of no fans. Yeah, that's yeah, you're probably right. You probably nailed that one. So yep, I'll go Tanahashi in this, and then uh, for Abushi Saber, um, yeah, yeah, but we'll go Zach. Yes, and I think the history is that Zach always beats Ibushi in tournaments. So, there you go. There's another little long-term story. All right. Then we've got Taguchi versus Sanada. Uh, Sanada's going through, right? Oh, come on. Look, Damon, let's just get rid of the the, the pretense. I mean, COVID-19 has been an elaborate ruse to get me to not complain about yet another... (laughs) Okada Sanada final. Sanada's going to the final. You know it. You think so? I know it. <laughs> you really think so? Maybe. I don't know. I, I could be persuaded either way. But he's not. Right. He's not getting eliminated by Taguchi, Damon. Come on. Don't don't give me that dramatic. <laughs> huh? Come on. Uh, we need an upset here, Joel. It's coming. Okay. Just tilt your eyes downwards a little <laughs> nice. bit. There's right. your upset, right? Your, oh. Show versus Shingo. Now, normally I would say, and this is a long-term story you want to build up, where Show continually loses to Shingo for years and years. And then the final, the, the, when he finally manages to win the big one, it's in front of fans. And it's a huge response, maybe for big stakes, a title on the line, something like that. But do I see them doing Shingo versus Sanada, which is a really interesting intra-LIJ match? That's why this one's really hard to pick. I think Sho, get an upset victory here, and also establish him as a challenger for Shingo's never-open-weight title, so you can run that rematch later on in the year to set up an interesting Sanada versus Sho quarterfinal. So you're saying Sanada... So Sanada beats Taguchi... Show beats Shingo, and then it's Sonata beating Show later on, right? Yeah. And if it, and if I decided to go against that grain, it would be Taguchi Show, which is not a bad match. Really? Are you seriously considering junior comedy Taguchi beating Sonata, a guy who's got you know singles win in the G one? Over Okada, who main evented, God knows, you know, two title challenges last year, up and coming star. 
Joel, you're, you're discounting the hip attack, and and I think <laughs> and I think you owe you owe Taguchi an apology, and you owe uh, Mike Fager an apology. I tell you what, if Taguchi wins, I will, I will laugh my head off. I will be delighted. <laughs> will you be delighted? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually, I'll be like, ah. Um. All right. Yeah, all right. Let's 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 let's. I don't know, man. There's something that keeps telling me Taguchi, but I'll go Sonata, just because. I really think that I, I honestly think Taguchi will, can win this, but Sonata will win. And an upset. Oof. No, you know what? I'm not going show. I'm going. Sh- I'm sticking with Shingo. So I'm. I'm going to go Sonata Shingo with. S- you don't have to give me that pick yet. You, you just got Sonata okay. Shingo. In the next yeah. bag, which I, you know, I think there is some mileage behind that. There is a potential story you can tell with Sonata having to go through several members of Lij on his way to Naito, and maybe stirring up a bit of uh, drama within the unit, maybe possibly setting the table for Sonata to break away. So that's certainly a direction they can go. So again, this is what makes these brackets so interesting because you know you could have a situation where Sonata has to beat Shingo, then has to be evil. Then maybe has to beat Hiromu in the final and then faces off against Naito. So that's a really interesting caveat to the way these brackets have shaped up. Right, right. All right, so I'm going, I'll go Sonata, but I am going to go Shingo uh, in the first round. Then Hiroyoshi Tenzan versus Yoshihashi. Uh, Tenzan ain't wrestling two singles matches, my friend. Uh, Yoshihashi is going through. (laughs) Big time Yoshihashi, yeah. I wonder how he's feeling. I wonder how, uh, I wonder if... uh, he has any additional mobility. That's one of the things I'm going to be looking at pretty pretty hard is just seeing if the time off gave a lot of the older guys maybe a little bit of a pep in the step. Um, no, his, his ankle is going to be completely calcified. As soon as he tries to run the ropes, it's just going to crumble <laughs> into dust. It's like, a, like, a, like, a, like an ancient column uh, just crumbling under its own weight. Um I hope, I hope so. Uh, or no, I mean, I hope not. I hope he's fine. Um, we're gonna find out, but yeah, he's not doing two matches. That's for fucking sure. Um, although, again, I, I do want to point out there is a there is a big gap between the twenty third and the first. Just saying. Uh, but Yoshiashi's winning this. <laughs> he said Tenzan getting in the hyperbolic chamber to yep. rest up his injuries. Yep, suction cup therapy. Yep, he's gonna he's gonna come out looking fucking like just holes, a hole, just these big suction cup bruises all over him. Um, now Yoshiashi's winning. All right, then we've got Yo versus Bushi, which is a, a coin toss for me, and I think just to maybe avoid having a chaos versus chaos match. And just to give Bushi a bit of rub, I will pick Bushi to go through. See, I got to go the opposite because if I'm t- I'm taking Show out of the equation, you figure one of Rapongi's got to got to make it through. They're not going to toss both of them, so I'll go Yo over Bushi here. All right, and oh, we should make this a competition, shouldn't we? Like add up points, like a little pickums competition between me and you. Uh, anyway, so then we've got Satoshi Kojima versus Evil, which is a good match. I like that one. There's going to be a lot of beefy lariats there. The sweat's going to be flying. I do like the idea of Kojima winning and staking his claim to maybe get back in the G1, but I'm going to go with Evil. 
Yeah. Mm. Wouldn't it be awesome if Kojima did win? And then we get like Kojima Goto. Because oh, do we really want to? Oh, now you said do, that. Do we really want to see Evil Goto again? Yeah. I don't know. I just think that would be that would make Evil look like a geek, right? Which yes. <laughs> um. Fuck it. Let's 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 stop being cowards. Let's fucking do it. I'm saying Kojima wins. And I can't do it. I cannot join you on that journey, on. Damon. I'm join too much me. of a coward. <laughs> Come with me. Come on. I'm willing. I'm willing to take that. Former uh, Triple Crown winner. Legend. You could beat Evil. Who's Evil? What's Evil done? Evil done shit. I'm going. I'm doing it. Kojima, Goto, round two. Woo! Okay. I also have Goto beating Yujiro. Um, Yujiro's not going through. Uh, but maybe he'll have his uh, annual good match. I think that could be quite good, Goto versus Yujiro. Yeah, I think it'd be fine. I mean, I think, the, you know, like I said, everybody's going to have their work and shoes on, I think, for the first match back. So, um, yeah, be fine. Joe, come on. Do it with me. Come on. Cozy Lariat? Uh, you've already talked me into eliminating Suzuki. I don't know if I... <laughs> I'm in. I'm in on it. That Seriously, that's a fucking match right there. That's second round. I would be so much more excited to see that than Evil. A, a thousand times. Evil Goto again? But that's the point, isn't it? The fact that it, it is, is but... a, a rematch. Stick it in the empty arena. No one gives a shit. Okay, but nobody's selling out fucking, you know, uh, Osaka Joe Hall for for uh, Kojima Goto anyway. What are you going to do? Fuck that, fucking put that in, uh, if, you know, whatever shows down the road. King of Pro Wrestling? No. You're not going to... Uh, do it here. Who does that benefit, though? What is the long-term thought price? Is that Kojima establishing his credentials to get back in the G1? Could be. Could be. Right? It's fucking evil. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, like let's, let's, he's like... But, okay, but again, you are um, you are then taking away an element of, if you if you do want this Sonata story of him going through your LIJ guys, because then you are taking the potential of Sonata versus evil in the uh, semi It would have to be the finals. Take- no, it'd have to be in the finals. No, Sonata Evil would be semis. Sonata has to get through. No, Sonata's in the upper bracket. He's yeah. got to get through, and then yeah. So it's the, the only time they match is 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 in that bracket that that final. It's the only time they can match. No, that's a, that's the semi-final of the of the New Japan Cup. On the on the third. Yeah. So the, if Sonata then let's say beats I don't know Zach. And then Evil beats uh, Goto, and then Yoshi. Ah, <laughs> give myself a headache here. Can we go? Let's just go back to the second round. Yeah. 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 All right. We got Makabe versus Ishii. I like the match. Two big dudes hitting each other. Lots of lariats, slaps. Uh, Ishii's winning. Yeah, I, I can't imagine 
Makabe doing anything more than two matches. Ishii's winning. Again, I'm still stuck on Ishii Desperado. But no, I know, I'll tell you, because Desperado cool. cannot beat Ishii and then, like, he's either beat beating Makabe yeah. as well, right. or Makabe's going into your quarterfinal. Which is not happening. Right, yeah. exactly. Yep. Okay, so Ishii's moving on. All right, good. Yano versus Hiromu. And I've got Hiromu winning. I think that's what we're looking at, right? Like, I mean, I think that's that makes sense. And, and again, Hiromu beating two heavies is a, is a big deal um, on his way to finals, so, you know, semifinals at least. So, yep, we'll do that. All right. Then we'll have Okada against, well, I was going to say Suzuki, but you changed my mind. We're going Okada versus Nagata. And I guess if we're having that, nah, if, if, it's, it's got to be Okada. He's got to win. Yeah, he's got to win, right? But that, but but look at where we're building here. Who? Okay, so let's go on. Uh, but, like it's just then, it's blowing my mind well, a little bit. Well, this one's interesting. Kanemaru versus Ishimori, who have a lot of history from their days in pro wrestling nerd together. And as we know, Ishimori has never managed to beat Kanemaru. So, right. do New Japan respect this long-term Noah storyline and have it continue with Kanemaru yet again foiling Ishimori? Or is this the time where Ishimori finally bucks that streak and goes through to the quarterfinals? <sighs> Kanemaru moves on. <sighs> See, I, because of the storyline? Yeah. Hmm. See, I don't know if me taking that into account is me overthinking it. Of course, this whole fucking hour and a half has been <laughs> since, since me, like, one hour is 13 minutes into our podcast about matches that haven't happened yet. I might be right. overthinking it, Damon. <laughs> right. Right. All right, I'm picking Ishimori, I okay. think. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, and then going to the other side, we've got Tanahashi versus Zack, and I've got Zack winning, which then sets up the challenge, the, the tag title challenge of Dangerous Techers, because Zack has pinned both members of the golden aces or whatever we're calling them Zach wins okay um, I'm in agreement okay and then we uh, for my bracket I got Sanada against show and I've got Sanada winning I have Shingo versus Sanada and So that means we'll have Sonata Zach for you. Which is another rematch. And rematch from Wrestle Kingdom where Zach beat Sonata. So you know, nice, nice chance that Sonata gets his win back here. Just just saying. Right. Boy, I would really like to see Shingo in there in that match against Zach, wouldn't I? But here's the thing. Zach's not really one of those guys that takes those high impact bumps. Like on paper, that sounds no, he sexy. He sucks but... at taking those. Yeah, he's <laughs> really not that great. The rainmaker is rubbish. Right, right. That's not his forte to take those big, beefy, fucking clotheslines to the mush. All right, you talked me into it. Sonata. Then we have Yoshihashi against Bushi. I've got Yoshihashi winning. Yeah, yeah. Yoshi Yoshihashi's going deep in this fucker. Yes, it's the bag of socks ready to come out of the party. Yep. yep. This is this bottom bracket. It's really, I want to hear your bottom <laughs> bracket, my friend. And Evil against Goto. 
I did pick evil, but I, you know, here's the problem, right? We had in the I think was it New Beginning in Sapporo or one of the New Beginning shows, Goto lost to Shingo, and then Evil lost to Ishii. Have I got that right? Is that what happened? Mm. It is what happened. So we got both of those guys coming from a loss. Both of those guys need a bit of rehab. Oh, so three months ago, man. Again, I, I, I'm either going for this storyline where Sonata's taking on Lij guys, but you know what? I'm I'm pulling the plug on that, and I'm going for Goto to win. I'm saying Goto over uh, uh, Kojima, and in a, in a fucking banger is what I'm saying. Okay. And then let's go to Ishii against Hiromu. So, you know, we'll, maybe this is the time to get into the Hiromu stuff because we've got a lot of things about Hiromu. And I think the, the Hiromu dream lives or dies on this match. This is yep. like the acid test, isn't it? If Hiromu manages to beat Ishii, all bets are off at that point. And, you know, even though it is empty arena, I'm going to be living and dying by this match. All those near falls and... It's so exciting. So maybe we'll, we'll deal with this Hiromu stuff here because a uh, few questions. John Ensman says, you guys like the idea of Hiromu winning the tournament to set up Naito versus Hiromu match we didn't get this year. Uh, True Life Soldier says, do you believe in Hiromu's dream, which is holding the IWGP Junior Heavyweight and IWGP Heavyweight Championships on primetime television? What would be the most satisfying storyline for it to happen? So we had this video on World where Hiromu is talking about best of the Super Juniors. He's talking about inviting wrestlers from other Japanese promotions like they did in 2011 where you had guys like Daisuke Sasaki, uh, Fujita Hayata, uh, Great Sasuke, Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi. And he's, Hiromu suggests having best of the G1 Climax. And if he and Naito both win, they can make the Tokyo Dome main event right there. So, uh, you know, even th- there was an El Fantasmo interview on NJPW1972.com, which also referenced double champion Hiromu. Do you think there's any fire to this smoke about any of those things? I do. I, th- I mean, let's put it this way. At least there's plenty of smoke because um, it does remind me a bit of you know Naito talking about being a double champion and that went on for like an entire year and it actually happened so it does make me wonder are they laying the breadcrumbs now is that could, could that be the main event of Wrestle Kingdom 15 Naito versus Hiromu for both belts hmm. look I think the story that everyone is looking at when it comes to this, these brackets and this new Japan cup is the path of Hiromu. Like, I don't think anybody else is talking about anything else aside from that path. Nobody's talking about show making it deep or Tanahashi, uh, you know, getting off some, some rust and, 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 and winning this thing and making everybody feel good with a little electric guitar. Everybody's kind of pointing their finger at, ooh, that bracket looks like a real I don't want to say a cakewalk. Don't let's not let's not go there. But it does line up nicely for, for Hiromo. Uh that that video that that he talked about, the disappointment of people uh people being Shingo, Will 
going up to heavyweight and you know their decision, but I'm I'm here. There's still plenty more to do. Um, sounds very very it sounded very Kushida like, right? In in a lot of his goals. But boy oh boy, doesn't this just looking at that that interview? And I highly recommend people check it out if you haven't. That interview, the brackets as they're laid out, and the fact that it's glaringly obvious that. That's the story here with these brackets. Um, I'm not going to go so far as to commit to a Wrestle Kingdom main event. But I will say this, that if they're going to do something like that, they have six months to do it. And they can they can really hot shot that and push that s- super hard and take advantage of a guy that's, that's to me, even with three months off, is still hot, hot as hell. Um, so yeah, I mean, they got six months before, before Dome. If they're going to do it, they got to start now. So I'm, 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 let's let's put it this way. They got nothing else up their sleeve right now when it comes to storylines for your world heavyweight champion. What, what, what else we got? Jay White? Is that your story? This, this is your story right here. Could be that. Could be Okada winning G1 and running the Okada Naito rematch. But now it's put that little seed in my brain of that Hiromu Naito Tokyo Dome main event. You know, everyone wanted it for the anniversary and then it was cruelly snatched away and everyone lost their minds. So now I think they're going to be telling this story where now people are going to be looking at this New Japan Cup thinking, come on, Hiromu, make it to the finals, uh, win the cup so we can get that Naito match. But. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think he beats Ishii. I think he comes close. Right. But that's going to be like, you know, England losing to Germany in the semifinals on penalties. And everyone's like, oh, you know, your heroic failure. That adds more fuel to that long-term story where Hiromi's thinking, well, fuck, I want that match with Naito. I'm going to have to do it another way now. So what you're saying is football's not coming home? No, it is not. <laughs> Hiromi Takahashi, he is England of the <laughs> international football. Um, and and the one thing I was going to mention is is that as much as we are making it sound delicious, it's never been served before. Right? We're, we're talking about completely uncharted waters. So um, let's, let's take that into consideration. So yeah, um, you think the, the 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 train stops at Ishi? Yeah, I think. I don't see Hiromu beating three heavyweights. I think two pushing his luck, and then he just comes unstuck against the Stone Pitbull. Yeah, two two means that jun- two establishes the, the fact that juniors can beat heavyweights. Um, three is a, is a lofty task, especially against Ishii, um, who could, could can definitely take a pinfall. Let's 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 be very clear. It's not as though like Ishii couldn't take the fall. Um, I just that that we're asking a lot here. Um, it is weird times, and and again, if you're going to do something weird, why not here? Why not start off with a bang? Um, I just can't see them just taking years of how they've done it and just kind of rip that up, throw it in the bin, and be like, okay, we're fucking re-educating fans starting now. That brings us to our next quarterfinal, which I've got as Okada versus Ishimori, and I've got Okada winning that. I just don't like the idea of Okada Kanemaru. I just think 
I don't know, that just seems a step too far in believability. I think Okada Ishimori, that's a really interesting, weird, fresh, open weight match. And yeah, I've got Okada going through to the semis. Is there any possible way, Joel, that that... Because you're right. There's really not a big, sexy match for Okada on those semifinal nights. Like, like of all the names that are here, it's 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 impossible the way the brackets are laid out that it's anybody but an Ishimori, Kanemaru. I mean, he'd have to get past Nagata or Suzuki. Is this something? Is this somewhere where Okada gets popped in the first round? That's what I thought it was going to be, but no. With the story that I am telling in my pickums, I have Okada going through. That's not a very. Is that a? Is that a? Is, are we excited about Ishimori Okada? Yeah, I think it'll be a good match. It'll be fun, fast paced. Right. You know, Ishimori zipping around the ring and. Uh, a car to go for the Rainmaker and it just flying over Ishimori's head because he's so tiny. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, it's going to be a weird bracket to me. Um, which I mean, what are the, the had... other possibilities? Like, we could, you know, if Kanemaru goes through, we get, you know, are we looking at Kanemaru against Nagata, Kanemaru against Suzuki? It just, it, it just, yeah, it gets weird. So, no. it, it does. Okay. All right. So, Okada moves on. I, I, yeah. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Ishimori. Did I say Kanemaru though over Ishimori? It's, that's not sexy, is it? I'm gonna have to change my pick. And I'll stick with it just for the sake of fucking sticking with it. Kanemaru <laughs> <All right. laughs> Kata- Okada. Okay, and then we have. Other quarterfinal will be Zach against Sonata, and I think Sonata gets his win back here from Wrestle Kingdom. Agreed. And then I've got Yoshihashi against Goto, and I am going to have Hiroki Goto win this one. So that would set up Goto Zach, correct? No, Goto Sonata. Goto Sonata, right, right, right. Fucking Sonata going deep in this. Come on, you, we haven't had wrestling for three and a half months. You've got to <laughs> right, I just, have that, I, that goodwill, keep it forward, because uh, Sonata's winning this tournament, my friend. Oh. <laughs> a spoonful of... Um, fuck. Fuck wrestling. Cancel it. <laughs> Cancel it. Um, because uh, I think the direction they were going pre-COVID was going to be Jay White Sonata final and Sonata getting his win back over Jay in the final of the New Japan Cup. And now they tell a different story here, which is a story New Japan like doing, like rematches from previous finals with the results flipped and the guy who lost in the final the previous year winning it the subsequent year. They do that a lot. So just to tip my hand here, I think what we're looking at here is uh, an Okada Sanada final because I got Okada being Ishii, which I know that was the same semi final as they had last year. It I is. accept that, and I don't really like that. But again, if you're going to be throwing all these rematches in empty arena shows when we've had three and a half months off, this is the perfect time to do it. So that's why I'm saying Okada Ishii semi final. Okada wins, 
Sonata Goto semi-final, Sonata wins, and then we've got uh, Okada Sonata final where Sonata wins the New Japan Cup, gets his win back over Sonata, uh, over Okada's, keep their little feud going. And, uh, I, I, and there's a kind of symmetry to this. You know, last time there was a big disaster. Was it the tsunami? No. Was it a typhoon? I think it was a typhoon. And, typhoon. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then King of Pro Wrestling, we had Okada Sanada as this big comeback, feel-good celebration moment, and that's where I think we're headed. So sorry to uh, rush ahead and give all my picks there, but I feel it needed the context there. So that's what I'm putting on the table for you. Makes sense. I can't I can't tell you that it doesn't. Um, Sanada... Sonata Naito is what I'm thinking of on night two at Osaka Joe Hall. Yeah, and that's a bit of a weird one, especially if I'm not going with a story of Sonata going through all the LIJ heavyweights to get there. But mm. you could still just have that one off as Sonata versus Naito, and, and it comes close, but Naito wins, and then they you know fist bump at the end, and everything's fine. Or maybe they take it further than that and have Sonata say like break away from LIJ. Probably not, because I just think. One of well, two of the big things going for Sonata, you know, he's a sexy guy and he's in LIJ. And if you you know take but that he LIJ, always loses. And how many shots has this guy fucking got where he loses? All right, I accept that. Give me an alternative scenario for this New Japan Cup final then. Give me a better challenger for Naito. Satoshi, could you? <laughs> Uh, I mean, look, the way that it's mapped out and the way that the the, the brackets kind of sort out, yes, I see this. And I see that fact that we're not burning too much stuff. We have rematches. We're getting people to remember three months off is a long time, you know. I mean, seriously, name name me the never six-man tag team champions right oh, now. Oh, fuck. Exactly, right? <laughs> I usually, I'm good at this stuff. Yeah? Fuck, who are they? Who are they? Oh, it's, it's LIJ. It's uh, Shingo, Evil, and Bushi. Okay. All right, see? I'm just saying. So we need to Sonata's, count. Sonata's the only guy in LIJ without a title. Without a title. Yep. Yep. And he's still going to be a, a guy without a cup or a title. Well, well, what about? Yeah, well, if he's got a cup, you know that counts, doesn't it? Does he? He's going to carry around a cup all day while everybody else has titles. See what he's going to do? Go to the restaurant with a big fucking cup? Come on, you ain't picking up girls with a fucking cup. I'm just saying. Jobber Sonata. <laughs> yeah, I get, again, give me a better scenario. There is no better scenario. Um, I mean, look. Um. Uh, you could do the Tanahashi feel good. He runs through the fucking field. Um, then why have all this stuff with him messing around with dangerous techers in the opening rounds? I feel that dangerous techers against golden aces is a title match that you want for that Dominion show. Yeah. 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 I mean, like I said, the, the way that the brackets are laid out, it's, I mean, unless, unless you want to go fucking balls to the wall and say, okay, Hiromo, Gets through three fucking heavyweights. Four heavyweights. And wins the whole fucking kit and caboodle. Right, so this is why I'm saying that 
uh, Ishii Hiromu quarterfinal is the most interesting one because the result of that is tip of the hand for the rest of the tournament. So if Hiromu wins that, he's winning the cup. If yep. he, if Ishii wins, then Sonata's winning the cup. Yep. Yeah, that you're you're exactly right on that. That 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 Watch match. Will... These guys get eliminated in the first round next week. <laughs> But this is great. Like, honestly, this is the most fun I've had doing a fucking podcast in months. I've got um, a huge smile on my face in spite of my cry, crying daughter in the background. She's not uh, enjoying it. No? She What's hates Sonata, so I've really upset her with those pictures. <laughs> oh, no. Terrible news. Um, but, yeah, that, that match to me, that, that's, going, those, that's going to be the swing, right? That, that's, going to, that's going to tell the tale right there. So there you go. Um, so you have Sonata going on, and yep, I guess I'm, I'm not to, to be just contradictory for contradictory s- s- sake. Uh, uh, Sonata, yeah, with the way that, that we have the brackets laid out, Sonata goes on. Okay, so do you, do you have the same as me, Sonata beating Okada in the final? Correct. Okay, all right then. Well, there we go. There's New Japan Cup sorted. Um, so, uh, Violent Skipping says, to what extent are these revised brackets going to mess with the long-held traditions of juniors not going over heavyweights? Are we going to see a lot of flash pins? Uh, how relieved are you that for all the changes necessitated by the travel restrictions, we're still getting Yoshihashi versus Tenzan? And then, uh, along the similar lines, Bash says, it's about time the lines were blurred from junior to heavy. Do you think this continues when the roster is back to normal, or is this a one-off thing till COVID is over? Well, I mean, you've, you've got at least we've got Hiromo beating some mid-card heavyweights. Um, I mean, I think the story continues, but it's Hiromu is the guy flying the flag for that, saying yeah. the juniors. And, and I just, I do feel that he has got that transcendental star power to be the guy that smashes those barriers. And maybe he smashes them on January 4th, uh, 2021. Mm. Look at you setting it up. Uh, and I'm looking at the brackets, and really the only other one would be Sho, right? Sho beating Shingo, who literally has just turned heavyweight. Um, so if you're going to hang your hat on juniors moving on, I, you know, you got to hang it on Hiromu. And I think, and I think that will happen. Um, I don't. To answer your question, do do I think it's going to be a change in booking philosophy? I think we have a a little bit. We've taken baby steps with that, with the junior tag, and you know, if you remember back the Bucks having that little cup of coffee with the tag belts. I think that was. I think that was New Japan kind of dipping their toes in that water. Um, we've had a little taste of that with the Never Title, where you know, Willie was uh, that you know that tweener heavyweight, junior heavyweight. Um, so yes, two hundred and twenty-seven pound Will Osprey between us, right, right. Well, you even had it. With, you even had it with Trent Barretta, if you remember back. Um, <laughs> In a bottle of pasta, the, the, yeah, the fucking three hundred pound junior heavyweight. Uh, so, I think I th- look. I think the way pro wrestling is is that it makes sense. Um, I've always been one of those guys that have been on the the. The let's blur the lines a little bit more bandwagon. Um, I I can't get into their head, but it just if they're going to admit, do that, now's a good time to kind of start re-educating fans on that. And Thunderbeard says, could we have a show to Umino Tanahashi style match this year with one of the young lions? 
uh, i.e. having one of them clearly being elevated despite losing the match. And Are there any chances we see Young Lion return at Dominion, or is that just wishful thinking? I don't think that's possible, because I assume Oka is in the UK and Coato is in Mexico. Although maybe they went back, I don't know. So I wouldn't rule it out, but I'm not sure where they are at the moment. But, I mean, in terms of those Young Lions, who do you think has the who stands the chance of getting elevated in a close defeat because I mean all of them are set up quite nicely Uemura against Kanemaru Kid against Ishimori Suji against Makabe I think there's a lot of upside in all of those in you know with those guys having a narrow defeat I would say Uemura I think he's the guy who could benefit from that the most yeah I just a bad pick do you think they take this opportunity to give make make a star out of a young out of a young lion, where he gets just a crazy run. I mean, I know we just spent an hour and a half doing fucking brackets, but could you see that being a possibility where they just say, "Okay, we're going to have you get some pins that you normally wouldn't get." I think there is a young lion who they would do that with, but he's not in the country now. Right. Yeah, I agree with that too. Okay. No, but nobody, nobody in the on these brackets. Do you see that happening? No. Yeah, me neither. All right. Uh, all right. Well, that's the New Japan Cup. Um, what, what are we thinking for our next show? I guess we can talk about that off the air. But um, yeah. Uh, okay. So we have been going for one hour and thirty-seven minutes. Do you think we have enough time to do our classic watch along justice for this? <sighs> no. Week? I don't, and unfortunately, you know, I got to have a hard stop in like a couple of minutes anyway. So why don't we table that? Because again, we have. Well, I mean, we're going to be. Correct me if I'm wrong. We're going to be head first. The next time we record, yeah, will we, we will have matches, matches to discuss. Yeah. Holy fucking shit! <laughs> All right, let's just look. Look, the matches were good, right? Uh, Will Will and Ricochet was revolutionary. I remember talking <laughs> no, about no, it at the time. No, this is something <laughs> no. I, w- I want to give it the, the time it deserves because it's a really nice idea from Steel O'Neill who said uh, it would be cool if the next watch long highlighted Black Wrestlers in NJPW. So I want to give that the time that it deserves. And I have got you know, my uh, usual interesting takes on these matches. So I don't, I don't want to rush it, Damon. But I do realize okay. we've put ourselves in a bit of a corner here because we can't do them now can we we can't um let's but but we have matches so let's let's commit to that watch along uh next week um again we're going to be talking about shows and matches and that'll be the majority of the time i'm sure but i'm sure we'll be able to carve out some time next week talk about those matches and uh give it the give it the uh, attention that it well deserves Okay, so uh, you want to knock it on the head now? Have you got time for any questions? Uh, yeah, we'll probably have a, a, a time for a handful of uh, questions, maybe about uh, three or four of them, sure. Okay, so let's go to the Discord there. Matty T says, just listen to Joel's Pro Wrestling uh, Omakaze pod. I had no idea you were a Lucha Underground fan. Lucha Underground kept my wrestling fandom alive before I found New Japan. My question, now John Moxley is the lineal Lucha Underground champion. I didn't know that. Who in New Japan do you hope will take the crown and be a fitting custodian for Dario Cueto's legacy? Oh, uh, I guess it would have to be someone with a wacky gimmick. I don't know. Let's go with Evil. I think he would fit the... He would be a worthy Lucha Underground uh, lineal champion so that'll be my pick I, I don't know if you've got any takes on this Damon I've never watched one episode of Lucha Underground so um, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong very cinematic in nature um, 
I, I've, I think I've seen individual matches here and there, but it just was not a, something that I that I got into at all. Um, even even when people were were kind of going nuts over it, I just I couldn't wrap my head around it. It just wasn't for me. And um, no, I just you know they had like fucking monsters and shit, and I just uh, not for me. Okay, um, Loose Explosion Park Cloud says, I know the Super J cast is a New Japan Century podcast. Do you guys plan on participating in WH Park's Long and Winding Road podcast on the Four Pillars? WH did reach out to me about this, but I just have absolutely zero knowledge about that era of All Japan. So I don't, I, I feel like I would be sort of taking away a spot from someone who could do a better job than me. Right. Um, oh, oh, the missus is going in. Ready to go to work. All right, bye. Love Um... We, I did, I did not get an invitation, did not, but that's okay because I think I said that I was kind of taking a break from fucking doing guest spots, um, just for my own sanity. Um, would I do it? I, I would. I, I, I feel like I have knowledge of that era. I have, I've, you know, I've watched it religiously. Um... So I'll give you a definitely maybe. I mean, if he asked, here's the thing. I just like the fact that he <laughs> hasn't asked, <laughs> so it doesn't put me in a weird spot. So then I have to be like, oh, do I have to? Um, and I know. Yeah, he but you are very difficult to get hold of. To be fair, I am so. very difficult. Yeah, I'm very difficult. Am I really that difficult? For people who don't have your mobile number, how are they going to get in touch with you? He has my email. Well, maybe he hates you. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know why. I thought we were good pals. Uh, no, but there you go. So uh, again, uh, I wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> why am I hemming and hawing over this? Whatever. It, <laughs> right, let's get out of here. I want to give my right. daughter a bath. Okay, so yeah. redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash j dash cast. Give us some money. Oh, and do check out that link for the Black Lives Matter movement. Make a difference. Come on, actually do something. Um, yep. Discord link is also there. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash SuperJCast. Thanks to Editor Dan on Twitter at LousyHero219. Subscribe to Voices of Wrestling Podcast. Oh my Network. god. Five state review on iTunes. Twitter at TheSuperJCast. Thanks for listening. Bye.